What's going on? You guys played a Latin song a few minutes ago. I just wanted to know the name of it. A Latin song? Yeah. I don't think we did. 100.9? Yeah, in Indianapolis? Indianapolis? Minnesota? No, we're in Indiana. Oh, oh my goodness. Girl, you are calling the wrong state. <laughs> That's all right. So wait, this station that goes by 100.9 in what? In Minnesota? Mississippi. Oh, in Mississippi? Mississippi. Yeah. What, they were playing some good ass Latin music? Yeah, they had, well, they played one Latin song, but it sounded like it was like um, by Bulldog or somebody. Pitbull. I mean, Pitbull, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like Bulldog's a way cooler name. I know, right? <laughs> Well, hey, listen, you have a great evening and um, get home safely. And I hope that station in Mississippi, uh, I don't know, try to figure out their number, but it ain't this one. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, good luck. All right. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the one, the only. Something that you should know about me is that I am an official card-carrying member of the WWE universe. I always have been. Well, I shouldn't say that. I have been since I my earliest memory. And then I fell out somewhere somewhere along the 2001, 2002, 2003. I don't know, when when Kurt Angle and Edge kind of took over the game. I I was kind of like being a teenager, maybe getting laid, getting high. I don't know. Probably for the better part of a decade run there where I was I was out. Um, some of it I'm glad I missed. Some of them but I, I go back, I'm like, oh, that was actually pretty cool. You know, I never really got to see or appreciate like the Hardy Boys. I never got to see most of them. I mean, I got to see them when they were really young, but came back into the game like 2009, 2010. I think just in time. I think the product is fantastic right now. I think it's strong. I think that there are moments where you have to suspend a lot of disbelief anymore. It's not as easy to get wrapped up in the storylines. I don't know if they necessarily try as hard on the storylines. More so as to keep a consistent, commercially successful product. Mass appeal. You want to cast that biggest net. So I get it. It's definitely not the golden era of Hogan and Miss Elizabeth and Macho Man. And it's certainly not the Attitude Era. I'm sure you you would say most fans probably miss that the most, but they they show us enough of the Attitude Era. I mean, how much do you need to see Stone Cold spray beer on Vince McMahon? That scene, it's iconic, it's great, but what they've migrated into with athleticism is not only impressive. I think it was inevitable and necessary. It it kind of does push it into a step of somewhat more believable. All the imaging and theatrics from a more athletic standpoint. And then, you know, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn beat the beat up the boss. And then you go, oh yeah, okay. Well, it is still wrestling. And that's what it's about. Taking your kids or your little brother and sister or whatever. Or somebody else's kid, I don't know. Or just going yourself. No kids. Having a good time. That's what we did last night. SmackDown Live, Baker's Life. Right here in Indianapolis, I broadcasted live with my radio station. I uh, I got to speak to a couple people. I got to talk to this very, very, very excited gentleman who was pretty pumped about his shoes. What's your name? 
Tony from where? Uh, Beach Grove. Okay, Tony from Beach Grove in the house. And what's your name? Keenan. I see your loud ass pants too, man. Oh, I got more than that. Oh, watch this. Uh, what am I doing? Oh, dude, his shoes are lighting up right now. If you want to come see Keenan's shoes light up, uh, <laughs> you can do that and a ton more. Bankers Live tonight, live on Radio Now and WWE. Are you guys ready for SmackDown Live or what? Glove oh, yeah. time, baby! Oh, yeah. Uh, they're ready. <laughs> we got free shirts out here, too. You guys get your free stuff from us? Oh, yeah. yeah. We got quite the crowd going on here over winning some free stuff. What's your name? Aiden. Aiden, who are you here to see tonight? John Cena. So Aiden's ready to watch some SmackDown Live. Who's this little guy next to you? What's your name? Dominic. Dominic's in the house. And what's your name, bud? Damien. Listen, you guys all got like, what were you eating something before you? What were you eating before you got here, Aiden? No. You ate at Hooters? I ate at Hooters also. Yo, these guys are awesome. <laughs> Now this guy, like, he's kind of a prime example of how I like to say that people volunteer way too much information. This gentleman was hanging out with his daughter. I think he had a little crush on Alex from our morning show, so he started hanging around talking to me about her, and he was trying to win some tickets. Check out what I end up digging out of his life. All right, hold on here. Uh, what is your name, sir? Bill. You brought, is this your daughter? Yes, it is. What's yes. your daughter's name? Her name is Vivian. Do you like wrestling or does she like wrestling more? Who like? By far, it's a family thing. Mom likes it, I like it, and we're passing it on to her. This is our second show down here at Banker's Life together, so. Okay, that's cool. All right, so you were just talking to me about uh, the girl on our morning show, Alex, and how, like, she's very uh, polarizing, right? Oh, yeah, most definitely. And you think that why? You think that um, she probably tends to rob a lot of people the wrong way? I could see where she does, um, mainly because I do the same thing with a lot of people. So What do you mean you do? Yeah, just my views and how I put things out, you know, for people to hear and everything. They kind of are the same way, you know, most people like it, some people don't. Trump. Yeah, it's politics. Trump, 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 Trump. Just politics in general. Tell me about Rex Tillerson. I don't want to get into that. All right, so I don't want to end up in jail, okay? All right, yeah, probably probably for the best. Okay, so wait, um, what's your name again? Matthew. Okay, and who are you looking to see wrestle tonight? Yeah, I got a tattoo. I think she said poop into my microphone. <laughs> wait, what, are, what do you want to be when you get older? I want to have to wrap. A hot chicken? Hot chicken. Hot chicken. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna try to get on TV tonight. Uh, have you ever been on TV with this WWE stuff? And yeah. not with WWE. Um, I actually have. Believe it or not, I was in a uh, documentary about uh, 12 years ago called A League of Ordinary Gentlemen. For what? It was a documentary about the uh, PBA Tour, Professional Bowlers Association. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Are you a good bowler? I uh, used to be. I've been fighting some injuries the last three or four years. Uh, since What's injured? Uh, my wrist, actually. You can actually feel it. You can actually see the cyst. Yeah. Oh, what right happened? There. Well, I tore some tendons in my wrist right before my daughter. Uh, uh, we knew she was on the way. And when the tendons healed, they didn't heal properly, so I didn't rehab the wrist right. Unfortunately, now, because I didn't rehab it right and I didn't uh, do everything right with it, I've developed a cyst on the back side of the wrist. Jeez, is that one of those ones where you got to get it popped up, like on Facebook? Uh, I've actually, uh, I'm doing a project right now on popping it. I'm using uh, some diabetic medical uh, pricks. No way! Into, into the skin, because the cyst is just on the other side of the skin. Popping it, 
and then I take a hot rag and actually wrap the wrist. Wait, you do that periodically, like regularly? Two to three times a day. Why don't you just squeeze it and just get it all out? Because there's a lot of dangers in doing that. Well, like what? Uh, well, if you squeeze it and pop it on the inside, you can get some infection in your arm, and it's just Ugh. not good. So oh, so that's why they, like, pre-cut it first? Yeah, they pre-cut it, or when they stick the needle in, uh, they stick a needle in to drain the liquid out, and then they squeeze it to get the liquid out of there and get all the germs and all the infection and all Jesus that. Christ. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. All right, cool, man. Well, listen, you guys have fun tonight. Hopefully you win this upgrade, right? I, I hope so. It'd be fun for her because, well... Well, she, yeah, she needs somewhere to go let her energy out. We need to just get her in the ring. In about 20 years, I could definitely see that. Um, what I'd like to see her do is actually go get Carmella and grab her money in the bank contract. There you go, and cash that in. Cash that in and be the youngest women's champion ever hey. by uh, cashing that briefcase in on whoever that is. Which would be irony if it's Ruby Riot that ends up winning the belt because of uh, Ruby's ties to South Bend, where we're from. Oh, yeah, she's so, from Indiana, right? Yeah, she's from uh, South Bend, Indiana. Um, you know the star in that group, though, is Liv Morgan, man. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, did you see her uh, her um, Twitter post about hey, I see her ago? on Instagram, man. That's well, all I need to see. No, did you see her Twitter post? Huh. Um, she made a reference to Enzo being a psycho, checking her phone and stuff to see if she's cheating on him. Wait, Liv was hooking up with Enzo? Liv was dating Enzo for a while. I didn't know Yeah, I guess I could see that jersey. And Enzo, I guess, cheated on her and... Then when they first split up, Liv put up on her Facebook a reference to Enzo going through her phone, and a lot of yeah, and a lot of fans knew the reference, so everybody was tagging Enzo and just roasting him on Twitter. Well, I had no idea that they were even together, let alone that story. There you go. SmackDown Live ended up being a great show. The ending with Shane McMahon, uh, who's. I feel like it's obvious that he'll end up taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a uh, handicap match at WrestleMania. That'll be fantastic. I hope it's a street fight. That makes sense. You know, a good WrestleMania street fight reminds me of Roddy Piper and Goldust back in the day. Yeah. I always think about how I miss those days, but then I think about how messed up it was that, like, they basically just had people whoop Goldust's ass because he was openly gay. Like, God. So it looks like at Mania we could see that street fight and it and it could be the end of Shane McMahon's on-camera stuff for a little while. Maybe he feels that him wearing the Jordans and doing the dance has run its course and, and maybe it has. I don't know. I'm just, all I know is I'm not trying to see Daniel boring-ass Brian every week. I don't know, man. That's one thing that I do not align with the WWE universe on. Like, I get the yes movement. It's fun to chant yes. But Daniel Bryan, I I don't know. I've just never really been that much of a fan. And I think he needs a haircut. I always thought it. Like, comb your goddamn hair and that beard. Three more people going at it at Mania. We found out last night it's going to be Randy Orton versus Bobby Roode versus Jinder Mahal for that United States Championship. Maybe with the additive of gender gender in there, uh, I don't know, it'll spark something. But I do think if I were a betting man, Bobby Roode's going to get that belt back at Mania, for sure. Another triple threat match is the tag team triple threat for the SmackDown Championship. The Usos versus the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers. I mean, you know, last night was cool. I tried to take the chair that got bent in half when one of the Bludgeon, when Luke Harper broke it with his big Thor hammer. Try to take that. They wouldn't let me. But I'm always down to see the New Day go at it with the Usos. I think that is one of the greatest rivalries ever in tag team history. 
Both of them are at the peak of their athleticism, peak of their gimmicks. Their merch is probably lighting up wweshop.com. So I don't see a need for that feud to necessarily slow down, even though they've been going at it for a while. The Bludgeon Brothers, I really don't care that much about. It's, you know, I honestly, I like those dudes when they had the hills have eyes, hillbilly, butt fucking backwoods gimmick more, you know, and the Wyatt family deal. I, I just enjoyed that more. One of the highlights of last night here in Indianapolis and SmackDown Live is Charlotte Flair and Asuka and just everything about it. Although one thing I noticed is that while Asuka is very over with the WWE Universe here in Indiana, they weren't having it, man. USA, USA, USA. And I'm, by the way, I'm guilty of, of the USA chance too. Charlotte Flair owned last night. And she came by the radio station yesterday, which was pretty cool. Watching those two at Mania is a potential show stealer. If they go the distance, and I'm not just saying for for the women's championship matches, I mean a potential show stealer for WrestleMania. I think Charlotte Flair has it in her. And another rivalry that heated up the USA chance here in Indiana last night is the uh, AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura setting the scene for their WrestleMania WWE championship bout. Everybody's wanting to see this from New Japan days to NXT. Because AJ never did NXT, he just skipped it. So we've been wanting to see this for a while. Nakamura on the mic, especially live, that's a rough one, man. You can't understand what the hell he's saying. But it doesn't matter, bell to bell, and we will see that at Mania. I want to talk to you next week about the Raw side and some of my predictions and how I feel about WrestleMania. We just talked about the SmackDown side of the table. So we'll go through Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. We'll go through Ronda Rousey and everybody else. We'll go through all that next week.